So as I'm going to pick up my kids, because both my wife and I work, um, we both have jobs, which I think is like becoming an increasingly important um, or, you know, similar dynamic, I guess, where there's two working professionals in a family, it doesn't matter um, whether there's, you know, mom, dad, or dad, dad, mom, mom, whatever you want to say. Um, it, it is becoming an increasingly um, real thing. And yet, academia doesn't um, recognize that. Um, and it doesn't sort of look at these dynamics. And I think we're running into a crossroads. I think we're going to run into some dramatic changes in the next few decades in academia. And probably by the time I'm 65 years old, this is going to play out a little bit more. But, um, you know, there is this thing called tenure in academia. If you're listening to this podcast, you might have heard about it. Um, but it's just this thing where you have to be so productive. However, most of the time, you know, um, if you're in the sciences, it's measuring how many grants you have. If you are in, um, you know, if you're in business, social sciences, how many papers you published. Um, and you're measured and weighted um, based on this productivity. And if you don't meet a productivity threshold, then you don't get tenure and you have to go to a different um, position. You have to go to a, usually a different university and move, which it tends to be a really big deal um, because you might have to move to another country. You might have to move very far away. It's not likely that you're gonna have to stay in the same city. That's ex extraordinarily unlikely to be able to have that chance to stay in the same city. Um, if you do stay in the same city, you probably have to sort of step down on quote unquote ranking, um, whatever that looks like, which, which means a lot because then you don't get access to various different resources and stuff that you would get at a different institution. Um, and how we measure this productivity is, is pretty standard. It's pretty like obvious, right? Like just count. Um, how you might sort of count the number of widgets that are being made, but instead you count, um, you know, in our case, in the business schools, you count publications. You know, one publication is good, two publications is better, three is even better, and so on and so forth. Um, however, the problem is, is that this does not capture context behind what is actually going on in, um, you know, family dynamics, for example, or things that are happening within, um, you know, different, different people. And it doesn't capture um, what I like to sort of think about is more on the supply side, like thinking about how things actually are getting made, which is, you know, in the business world, you do have to have sales and all that kind of stuff, which is, you know, that's the analogy there is you're selling publications. Um, however, you know, once you reach a certain point, you have to also look at, um, you know, what is going on um, within 
that is allowing you to produce those certain things, right? So businesses, if you just simply count, everybody's productivity is is um, linked to, um, you know, a widget. It's going to be very hard to do that. And it's going to be very hard to capture that particular thing. But in in academia, that tends to be that way, that you are linked to a widget. Um, and it doesn't acknowledge the sort of context behind the widget production or paper production. Um, and there is a lot of context behind all of these kind of things. Sometimes people have families that they have to take care of. And that's where I'm sort of thinking about with this is that they have kids that they have to take care of. Um, sometimes they have health conditions um, that limit them in terms of what they're doing. Sometimes they have um, you know, various disabilities. Sometimes they have a sick parent that they have to look after. Sometimes there is um, something happens to them and they get, they get hurt. Um, the problem is, is that academia does not recognize any of those things. Now, various institutions do have stand, do have sort of compensating standards um, you know, in the, in the tenure process, you might get that tenure clock extension versus um, based on your, uh, you know, what is going on, um, but it doesn't compensate, um, you know, it doesn't account for, or doesn't compensate for, um, what am I trying to say? So the, the larger community does not recognize those um, those different things. So even though your institution might recognize that, your larger community does not recognize that and you will not, you'll be locked out of various other different opportunities because of it. Um, you know, you might be considered at your institution tenurable, but you might not be able to get tenure at other places, which limits sort of the salaries and negotiating power you have, bargaining power that you have, all of those kind of things. Um, and it's a very real thing because you're ranked up against other people. Or, you know, um, you might do a heck of a lot of, you know, community building, for example, which I tend to do, which does not get recognized. Um, you know, it will not get recognized at the end of the day. What gets recognized is the number of paper publications that you actually have. Um, or... You know, you might be, and, and this is like very real and, and it's very like, you know, um, in your face, I guess, is that you might be on a, on a team um, that allows you to sort of publish very quickly. And that usually means that, you know, you work on a little bit um, and everybody else works on a little bit and, you know, you all kind of get to take a little bit of credit for, um, you know, for, for the, the papers, but um there's a lot there's you know in in a lot of different cases there's there's people that don't work in teams for various different reasons maybe you're at an institution that doesn't sort of reward that or you weren't part of you know a team when you started out and um that sort of forever sort of carries forward right or you're at a um you know an institution that rewards sort of different uh, criteria, are you working with different people that reward different criteria, like originality um, of research. And um, that originality takes a lot of work and it takes a lot to sort of build, but 
you know, because of that, it slows you down in terms of publishing the amount of, of papers that you're going to be able to publish because it is really stinking hard to do original creative work. Um, so there's all these compounding factors that don't get recognized. Um, and this is a real part of, of academia that, that people sort of don't, they're aware of, um, but, you know, they, it, it's not necessarily as, as clear as, as um, or, you know, it's not as explicit as one would think. I think academia for all the ideas that come out of it is actually extraordinarily conservative and extraordinarily um, old fashioned in terms of what gets rewarded. Just look around at uh, whatever field you're in, look at, um, you know, who are, are faculty at, at all of these, um, you know, different sort of fields and, and whatnot. You know, the numbers are bear themselves out, right? There's more females, for example, in undergraduate programs and males. Um, however, the faculty is, is, is quite significantly weighted in most programs where it's more males than females. And that's because, you know, females pay, pay uh, in, in the sort of gender stereotypes that we have in, um, you know, culture. Um, females pay a higher price whenever they're, they have, you know, kids and all those other kind of things, right? That there is, it's not as rewarded as much just based on the culture. doesn't mean that they're not any productive. Um, it's just not as rewarded as much. And, and, you know, if you start looking around, you start saying, you know, who are those folks that are doing spectacularly well, um, that are sort of outside of the norm, um, in all of those, you know, those cases and, and whatnot, they tend to have favorable conditions that allow them to, um, you know, prosper um, behind what's what's going on, right? So, um, you know, you might have support and all those kind of, uh, you know, extra whatever it is, right? So you might have, um, you know, I'll just kind of tell it, um, you know, you, you might be, um, you, you might, you know, come from a wealthy family um, that allowed you to go to a good institution early on, allowed you to get training and all of that kind of stuff that allowed you to sort of excel early on um, and allowed you to do quite well because of that. Or, you know, maybe you have, um, maybe you have, a spouse at home, if you're in academia and you have a spouse at home that watches the kids and, and uh, you have to go and, um, you know, your job is to work um, and their job is to watch the kids. And then you work until X amount and you're part of a team. And, you know, all of those confounding factors, they all sort of add up to allow you to get to um, larger productivity or higher productivity. And you know, if you don't recognize those things, if you just simply count outcomes like widgets, for example, or sales um, that you're producing, it creates a lot of not very great behaviors in academia. And uh, this is changing, I think. I think we're at a moment in time now that industry has changed uh, dramatically in the last 25 years. Academia is slow to change. And academia is going to have to get there and actually do some of these changes 
That's why I think it's going to take another 25 years before we start seeing some positive changes. I'm starting to see pockets of positive changes in different places. Um, you know, I see some really, you know, the Canadian schools, for example, I've seen some really positive things in the last little, um, last few years. Um, people, you know, institutions hiring people in underserved groups and, uh, you know, maybe they're aboriginals, for example, and targeting those specific individuals. Uh, and and the, that's, that's, those are positive moves because it recognizes that we are all different and we have to um, leverage those particular things, right? We have to sort of understand productivity is completely different for everybody. Um, and what it means for everybody is, is uh, you know, it's an important thing to think about right? whenever these these insights are being drawn. Know that you might think of this as kind of like whining or, or, you know, complaining, but it's really just addressing the reality. If you look at faculty positions, you look at, you know, various uh, divorce rates are extraordinarily high uh, amongst professors. Um, there has a tendency to be like a, you know, the professor works a single, you know, single professor works families at home or dual professor sort of families tend to do very well um, with no kids. And, you know, all of those things are sort of somewhat red flags of like, man, there's probably some substantial changes that we need to make here. Um you, you hear a tremendous amount about the stress and anxiety of, of becoming a professor and, and sort of tenure process and all that kind of stuff. That's a red flag. That means that there's something that's not quite right that's going on, right? It should be, why would we set up a system that is not pleasurable, um, you know, that seems like a particularly strange framework to think about. And I know that work is work and, and, and whatnot, but why would you create hurdles to prevent people from going into a particular area? Um, and I know it's, uh, you know, once I become this sort of super famous, uber eminent faculty member, something, whatever, I'm going to have all the incentive to um, you know, prevent, create more hurdles and make it harder for everybody else to get into. But, you know, we have to address these things. We have to sort of think about this. Is this what we want? Is this the culture that we want? And, you know, what we've seen in the greater culture, you know, bigger culture, the answer is no. The answer is that we are moving in um, a much different direction in greater culture with business um, that is becoming more accepting gradually. Mind you, there's pushback in the last few years. There's definitely been some pushback. But uh, if you look at the long grand scheme of things since the 1950s, there's been a steady trend towards recognizing that everybody's different and um, we need to take advantage of these differences and, um, you know, accommodate some folks. Which uh, is a realization that everybody is different and everybody does things completely differently. And we have to recognize those as and in, in sort of reward different, um, figure out different rewards, figure out different ways of compensating for um, 
you know, different parts of, of how this all functions. I'm a big believer in um, that, that companies are, are less a hierarchy and more of a mosaic in the sense that there's not right roles for everybody and everything, but more of a mosaic of what the things that you have to do. Um, so, you know, this is just a realization and, and um, you know, just the discussion between you and me. Um, and I know you is, is the greater internet, but coming to terms with, there's a lot of change that we need to do in academia. And it's gonna be a slow process, it's not gonna change anytime soon. But we need to really address these things and we need to be a lot more forthright, forthright with them um, and realize that the sort of system that we have might have to not just have tweaks, um, it might be an entire system change where we completely change the tenure model um, to recognize some of these things or we, um, you know, just in, 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 it might be a positive thing. And I know that this might sound like crazy, but it might be a positive thing to just get rid of tenure altogether um, and just get people just to do regular jobs and view and uh, university as less as sort of a temple, um, you know, as in like a church um, and view it more as just a job where you do your thing and you go home. Um, there's just some thoughts that we need to think about and there's a lot of cultural changes that need to be done uh, going forward. So keep that in mind as you're doing this and thinking about it. So that's all I wanted to say. Take care and have a wonderful day.